The author of Harry Potter has lost her mind, gone ballistic, and doubled down repeatedly on her attack on our trans community. So why are we talking about Harry Potter? Because just to push away Harry Potter and all that it's meant to us, even as we rightly push away its author, may not be the best option for us. We're here to help navigate new possibilities for our relationship to Harry Potter that has meant so much to so many, so you can be in the healthiest and most empowered place for you. So let's talk about what do we do about Harry. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday so I call you up and you call me down, would it be okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. So glad you're here with us. My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here as always with... Susan Cottrell. Hey, how are you? I'm great. I'm so glad to be uh, back. I know. We are We are just... We missed you. I know it's only been a few days, but we missed you. And, we're, <laughs> and we are... We, we need to let you know that we are recording this from the brand new world headquarters, newly renovated world power studios of Freed Hearts Podcast. Which basically means the dining room of our uh, of our home, but we're here. <laughs> and as we said a couple episodes ago, we are. Uh, this is heard in over one hundred countries and over five thousand cities, over one hundred thousand downloads. But you know what? It's just the three of us sitting around a dining room table here, Susan, me, and you. And we are so glad. We hope we always hope it feels like that. And um, again, we're just here in our home, and we're talking to you, and and we're so glad you're here. We're glad to be with you. Yeah. So um, again, don't forget, please do follow, subscribe, and share on social media. That helps us a lot. And support us if you can. There's a link right on the uh, the freedhearts.org website. And if especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which I know most of you are, it really, really helps if you could click that five star. We have been hit a little bit with some anti-gay folks out there trying to undermine what we do. And so the higher the ratings, the more we can counteract that. So if you have not yet done that, please just click five stars on Apple Podcasts and that will help more than you know. Thank you very, 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 very much. Oh my gosh. So, so are, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm on a roll. So here we go. So, what? What is that? Oh my gosh. Could it be? Yep, we're going to do it. You know, JK Rowling has is destroying everything that we thought she stood for with her deadly transphobic remarks and then she doubled down and tripled down without pausing to even take a breath. And she's become anathema to the trans community. And those of us who love them and who have trans family members and support our trans family and friends and to actually all the outliers we thought she loved. So why are we even talking about Harry Potter? You know, that's a good question. We could just say, you know, we could just say to hell with it, you know, and no one is wrong to do that. But there are options in how we look at this. And that's really what we want to talk about today is what do we do? With Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to hand back to her what now belongs to us. Yeah. It's not hers anymore. Nope. No. And she doesn't get it back. 
We paid for it. <laughs> we embodied literally, it. Literally. Yeah. We embodied it. And it doesn't belong to her anymore. And she doesn't deserve to get it back. So, you know, there, there are a lot of ways to view this. But I want to give us agency in how we approach Harry Potter, not just to knee-jerk react mm. or not even know how to react. Yeah. I mean, this all came up for us, honestly, because we're doing a very special, and when I say very, I don't just mean very, I mean very, very, very <laughs> special 25-day wizarding beloved adventure, which if you don't know already, those are our video our video series, comprehensive courses. And, and so it's a 25-day wizarding beloved adventure on Harry Potter. We're calling Reclaim the Harry Potter You Love. It's going to come out. Actually, it'll come out after the summer, taking a summer because it's just not a school year now. We're about to go to the summer, <laughs> and Hogwarts doesn't start until September first. So that's when the course starts, and registration will open on Harry's birthday, which Yay. is which is July thirty first. <laughs> it's powerful, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So after the author went ballistic, we really considered whether to go go ahead with this. Yeah which this has been in the works much longer than this. And I really got a very clear answer about that. And we are going ahead with it. I'll say more about that in a bit, about how I came to that answer. But let's be crystal clear right now mm -hmm. that we believe J.K. Rowling is wrong, that what she's saying is dangerous, and we reject her position completely on transgender, on gender, on TERF, which is trans-exclusive radical feminists. And we, like many others, don't want to support her financially or in mm. any other way. Though it's a little late on the finances. She's already a billionaire, you know, but for many people, it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. And by the way, she won't make a dime or get anything, any anything from his beloved adventure, just so you know. Okay. Right. So it's, she benefits is, not at all. From right. This. Yeah. this is us doing this. And if you want to understand better what she gets paid for and what she doesn't, so you can be sure you don't give her money, there's an article in Forbes called How J.K. Rowling Earned $95 Million in a Single Year that lays it all out. I know. And by the way, I'm going to reference several articles in this podcast and quote from them. Don't try to write it down. Just email me and I'll send you a, just a, an email with the links along with some of the quotes from the actors, et cetera. Just ask for Harry Potter or links, and I'll send it to you. Yeah, so email us at podcast, podcast at freedhearts.org or susan at freedhearts.org and just ask for the Harry Potter links, and we will send those out to you. Okay. So? As I said, we believe that J.K. Rowling is wrong, 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 wrong misguided, wrong. and wrong interviews. But Harry Potter, the wizarding world, the books and the movies already belong to us. Yep. They're already ours. And I don't want to give them back. <laughs> and I don't think we should give them back. Okay, now I'm going to talk about first about the grief and the depth of the loss. And I don't blame anybody for just wanting to jettison all of it. I hear you on that. And we'll talk about the option to keep what is ours, to reclaim what we gain from the Harry Potter series, even as we jettison the voice of the author. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth here. There are several ways to look at this. I mean, there's several ways to respond. Look at this, none of which is wrong. You want to do, you want to do what's right for you in this, okay? Yeah, but I don't want you to react out of your pain, which is understandable, mm -hmm. but it's not powerful. 
Instead, I want you to have true agency, which is always what I want for you and for me. So what could empowerment look like here? Stick with us for the whole episode (laughs) and we'll get to all of it. Yeah, stay with us. Yeah, and if you don't get to your concern, just write me. I welcome you. All right, let's start with the betrayal. This is someone we thought we knew and loved, even though we already saw problems in the series, right, of racism and misogyny and patriarchy and fat shaming, which people have talked about. And we've been able to assimilate a lot of that. Some of us have anyway, because, you know, we attribute it to her ignorance or what she grew up in or whatever reason. We tend to be able to assimilate a lot, but we didn't attribute it generally to ill intent. But this transphobic attack is a whole different level. It's a whole different level. This is direct and sustained uh, attacking the transgender community. She has shown herself to be blind to the harm she's causing, oblivious to the voices that cry out, please stop, you're hurting us. She is ignoring them. So here's my analogy for you. One way to look at this is that your beloved great aunt that you've been so close to, when you come out, she disowns you and you realize it was not what you thought all along. That is a deep, deep betrayal. What had felt safe is no longer safe. You may be truly distraught, understandably distraught, and you may need to pro- to grieve that mm. profound loss. I mean, that's the thing about this here. It is a, a profound loss. These are books, movies that changed a generation. Remember, I remember the midnight lines for the next book or dressing in costume for the movie opening, the robes, the wands. I mean, that, yes. that was all a thing. Yeah. And these books created readers of kids, honestly, who had never picked up a book. And they profoundly, they profoundly gave outliers a place to belong together. These books have worked themselves into us. They've become part of us and they've changed us. They are truly brilliant despite some fatal flaws. Yeah. And to lose that feels so raw. You know what I mean? Yes, it really does. It really does. I found an article on Vox that I love by a writer that I now love. (laughs) Their name is Asia, spelled A-J-A, Asia Romano, gender non-binary writer. And their article really captures the loss and the grief. And again, I'll send you these email, you know, the links if you email me. They wrote, Rowling's comments deeply hurt many of her millions of fans, including me. More importantly, it perpetuated the type of pernicious hate and misinformation that leads to trans women, especially teens and Black trans women, becoming victims of sexual assault, violence, and hate crimes at an appallingly frequent rate. Perhaps I should have reached my limit earlier, they wrote. I'm queer, I'm fat, I strive to be an ally to people of color. But fiction is malleable. You can tell yourself that with any given work, they're extenuating circumstances, contradictions, multiple interpretations. Besides, many fans have spent years, if not decades, calling out the Harry Potter books for their shortcomings and often actively transforming the world of Harry Potter Mm. into something better through fandom, fandom, and its many offshoots, all the while still loving it. Mm, That's so powerful. Yes. And so to experience loss is real and profound. I mean, can you separate the art from the artist? Yeah. I mean, that's a really good question. 
And good thinkers have come to different conclusions on that. There are some people whose work I'll never listen to again, and some I'm able to enjoy their work without ever listening to them. And there's countless work created by straight white cis men and women whose origins we don't know. And only later do we learn their prejudice and bigotry and misogyny. Mm. Are we then obligated to stop enjoying the art they created? Or do we, you know, shift our relationship to it? Mm. That's something to, for people to consider yeah. with a no one size answer. Yeah. I know there's a difference here because she is continuing to pummel the trans community. I know that. We'll get back to that in just a minute. But let me put in here that there are many works, many works written by queer artists, trans artists that are a great alternative to Harry Potter. And, you know, there's a whole world of fan fiction created by fans and they have nothing to do with Rowling. Then these are entire works of fan fiction and, and fiction, other worlds that are, that are created by queer writers who could use our support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came across a um, Kaysen Callender, who is a trans author who wrote who wrote um, Felix Ever After. Mm. Yeah, and they talked about how vitally important the Harry Potter books were to them. They said, you know, the constant hope of, well, everything sucks right now, but if I can just wait until the next book comes out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they said, that is what I would tell myself. And that was in an interview with USA Today. You know, and just reading this, I already love them. Mm -hmm. I'd love for people to support authors like this. They could really use the author, the, the support. You know, in in that email of links, I'll include a few lists that I've gathered up to help you find some good ones. And you can just search Alternatives to Harry Potter by Queer Authors. Mm -hmm. You'll get lots of great choices. I actually read fiction or bios on my phone at bedtime to help me go to sleep. You know how that has helped me, Rob does, um, to get to sleep at night. Yep. So this is two birds, one stone. (laughs) You know, get better sleep and support these authors. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Harry Potter. I mean, here and... So let's let's get back here to Harry Potter and well, she who must not be named. Can we? <laughs> can we? Can we? Should we look beyond the author to the work itself? By the way, I'm not. We're not telling you what to do. How to look at this? What to reclaim or not reclaim? That's that's your decision alone. And we know that this is really touchy. Yeah, and you know, I'm a cis het woman, so the author's words do not land on me directly. But they land right next to me on people that I love and care about and have fought for for some 12 years now. We have fought for, including our own transgender, non-binary child and their trans spouse. So, you know, we've talked about how harmful these random comments are and the random thinking around gender and orientation. You know, the author's <laughs> talking about people that we love. Yeah, yeah but, she, but she is not the work. Can you say that again? Yeah, that, she is. she's, let me actually say that. She's talking about people we love, and she may be talking about people you love, but she is not the work. And she doesn't get to freaking steal that from us. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. It pisses me off that that's even possible and what this has meant to so many people. Yeah. And if you need to get rid of your books, cover your tats, do that. If you need to grieve, do that. If you need to walk away for good from everything Harry Potter, you do that. You do what's good for you, period. I'm saying, on the other hand, that you've experienced enough loss. You've had enough things taken away from you. And this doesn't have to be one of those. You have a choice. 
And for those who don't want to give this up, I offer you a different frame to view it through. You know, my my MO <laughs> always is to empower you to do what's best for you, to give you agency, to open up the, that book of spells <laughs> and let you conjure up your own freedom. Yeah. Now, we asked, we asked some transgender friends and parents of transgender children and transgender people about this to see what their take was. We did not want to do this episode or the beloved adventure, the 25-day wizarding beloved adventure, without trans voices and without trans input. Yeah. We were committed to that. And we want to let you know um, some of your thoughts here. So let me read to you what Sarah said. I am still a fan of Harry Potter. To me, it represents overcoming adversity and never giving up even the people you view as different. The power of strong relationships and trust. Accessing the unlimited strength we all have in us. I don't respect J.K. Rowling, but she never gave me the meaning of the stories. And I don't give her the power to ruin it for me. (laughs) This is powerful to me, by the way. Sarah continues. The artist does not give the work the meaning for people. People come up with that. I am pissed by what she said. I said out loud, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. But I have way more things to fill my mind with than her ignorance. (laughs) She said, don't let someone else's thinking destroy something beautiful for you. I am a trans woman and I do not defend what she said, but I want to use my energy other ways than resenting her. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful. Thank you, Sarah. And you too have other ways to spend your beautiful power than to resent her. Someone else, Jules, said, I view Harry Potter the same as I do other works where the creator turned out to be an (laughs) a-hole. Like Picasso or Hemingway or Dickens. I appreciate their work and how it shaped the world we live in, but they can kiss my booty. (laughs) I'm reading directly. (laughs) In her case, Jules said, I won't give her any more money. Instead, I'll I'll buy from fans at Etsy and wait till movies can be streamed for free. But I can't deny the impact her work has had on society. From someone saying, 10 points for Gryffindor or mimicking Snape. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Jules said, I place the same value on them as on the classics that we study over and over, even when the author and message have proven to be not as great as we first thought. Ignore JK and go on to archive of our own or Tumblr and start exploring Learn about the fan spaces. Look at the art, video games. Heck, there's even a play out there. Three, actually. A very Potter musical by Starkid. It may have been JK's to begin with, but it is ours now, and we're not Mm -hmm. letting it be about discrimination and hate. But, they said, if you go to AO3, pay attention to the tags so you're not caught unawares (laughs) by the fan fiction. Okay. It is because of the fans that characters have a new life more than just what J.K. wrote. Ignore her. Yeah, that was wonderful. Thank I you, I really appreciate that. Yeah. 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 And Joy Layden, who is a friend of yours, yeah? Yeah. And we've mentioned her before. She's she's amazing. Accolades go on and on and on and on. Yeah. Is a transgender woman, and she wrote something that echoes the idea here from Jules and from Sarah, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let me read this. Joy said, a big part of my job as an English professor was to teach dead authors who had objectionable views. Most white authors were comfortable with racism. Some are um, notably anti-Semitic, etc. Rowling's books 
are among the vast majority of novels that take a gender binary world for granted. But I found that students were able to connect with those works on their own terms after we acknowledged and discussed the author's problematic views, particularly when they were prompted to think about where those views entered the work. I don't remember anything in Rowling that was directly anti-trans, like that wasn't a problem for her readers before she started making public statements. And that means that her anti-trans views aren't baked into her books. That's important, yeah. Yeah, the way that, say, D.H. Lawrence's misogyny is a huge element of his novels. Remember that though authors write them, novels come to life through individual readers' imaginations and lives. Those characters belong to anyone who gives them life inside themselves, not to Rowling. She was the medium, but she isn't the message. I love that. I want to read that last bit again for myself here. (laughs) Those characters... Remember that although authors write them, novels come to life through individual readers' imaginations and lives. Those characters belong to anyone who gives them life inside themselves, not to Rowling. She was the medium, but she isn't the message. I just love that. She's the medium. That. She isn't the message. So All of these things that, that we're saying, yeah, thank we you, really Joy. appreciate. Yeah. So what might it look like? I mean, if we're going to... Uh, renegotiate, reclaim our relationship with Harry Potter, what might that look like? And honestly, you get to design your own experience, choose your own adventure. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I am deeply moved by how the actors have responded to this. These are the people who brought those wizarding characters to life and they have distanced themselves from Joe's remarks. They don't attack her personally, but they do disagree strongly and publicly with her remarks. And they've expressed full support of the transgender community. Emma Watson, Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Bonnie Wright, Ivana Lynch, Eddie Redmayne, who was not only in Fantastic Beasts, but played the Danish girl. All of them has supported you, not Joe, but you. As Emma Watson took the stage to present a BAFTA award, she said, I'm here for all the witches. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Radcliffe, also, who wrote a blog post on the Trevor Project website, in that post he said, transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional healthcare associations who have far more expertise on this subject matter than either Joe now, and also, these actors, they're not demanding to be X'd out of the movies yeah. or that no one watched the movies anymore. These are their movies. And they're our movies. Yes. They're our books. They're our stories. And you don't have to let anyone take them away from you. Yes, that's right. You know? We watched the um, Harry Potter 20th anniversary Return to Hogwarts. And I loved watching the cast reconnect. It was so fun for me. By the way, that's why this is 25-day Wizarding Adventure, because this year is the 25th anniversary of the book. So I'm yes. sorry, I want to pop in there. Got a number Got a number thing there, in the number yeah. memory, one of the no, pop-in No, you chairs. are the I'm number sorry. guy. It's <laughs> awesome. So go back. That's right. Sorry. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I didn't mean to interrupt you there. <laughs> no, no, it's quite okay. all right. They hadn't seen each other since the, the last movie 20 years ago. And I love that the only only visual they had of Joe was archival footage from 2019. <laughs> that was really great. So, you know, she wasn't interviewed or anything in there. You know, I'm sounding a little raspy to myself. <laughs> I don't know if I've got 
I think it's allergies. Well, is I've what got, it is. I'm I've not got, sick. I've got head, headphones on, so my voice sounds deep and nice and clear. <laughs> <laughs> sounds we, that way out here, too. We just, we just visited someone. Oh, we got to give them a shout out because we know they're listening. Oh, yes. Elica, Ellen and Erica. <laughs> hi. We know where our voices are coming in right now in your home. We've been there. We're, hi. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to meet, see you again face to face. And so, hi. Anyway, shout out to them. But they said, as we met, the first time I had met them, they said, oh my gosh, we have the voice from the podcast in our living room. <laughs> so my voice is nice and deep and things. Yeah, you just sound a little raspy. Are you I okay? Do. I do. Yeah, I'm great. I just, I don't know why I sound raspy. Well, we traveled recently and I just think we haven't talked this much for this long in a while. Maybe <laughs> a little allergies too. So anyway, Maybe. yeah. So Okay. So. All right. So this beloved adventure, the video course to reclaim the Harry Potter you love that we're doing that's coming out in September. September 1st. Yes, has been in the works. Registration for... opens July. 3rd. <laughs> I mean, my voice. Why? Why am I like? Uh, yeah, I'm get sorry. back to the point. Okay. The registration opens July thirty first. <laughs> Happy birthday, Harry! This has been in the works for me for some five years. <laughs> it has, yeah, it has. I've been working and listening through the books again by the great Jim Daly, beautiful version. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's so much to say from this series to the LGBTQ community. And I started making notes right away so I could put this content together for you because, you know, this was all before the author lost her mind and went ballistic and began attacking the very people Mm. that we defend every single day. And like everyone else, I thought, what is the matter with her? She is really ignorant about this, but it's worse than that. She is vociferous in her attacks and unwilling to see anything beyond her preformed ideas. And she keeps going back to the, yeah, you know, going, going from, from bad, bad to, to worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that the natural thing at this point might be to say, I'm not going to do the Harry Potter course. And I really meditated on that. I was looking for an answer about it. Mm-hmm. And as I sat at my desk doing that, and I asked Spirit for guidance, when I looked, opened my eyes and looked at my desk again, there was a card that said, to recover what she took. I'm not kidding. Wow. And I thought of the Grindy Lows taking treasures that didn't belong to them and to recover what they took. There were actually a few other elements to it, but that was the one that said, this is for you. This content I have is for you because it's empowering and freeing and healing. I won't let her take that from you. I love that. Yeah, I got a very strong sense from spirit that this is an important course. And I want you to have it available. You get to define to define your experience. You get to reclaim, if you want to, what is lost. What she took, recover what, what she, she took. took. Yes. Don't let Grindy Lowe's scare you with their pitchforks <laughs> and drown the things that are important to you. Instead, you can wave your wand at them and break those ties and rescue your treasures, your belonging, your community and race to the surface and do a backflip out of the water because this is yours and nobody gets to take it from you. You can lay it down if you want to, yes, Mm. but no one gets to take it from you. One trans commenter, when I my friend was mentioning this was coming up, and one trans commenter said, don't tell us what to reclaim. No one can tell us what to reclaim. Absolutely no one can tell you what to reclaim. I don't want to tell you that, but I do offer you an invitation to restore something that already belonged to you, to reclaim the beauty that you have already embodied, if you want to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll cut off that part about the author. Let her go. 
But my invitation is for you to pick up and reclaim that gift you already received. Yeah, I love that. That you just, it's again, the message is not the medium. Yes, that's right. Um, and to recover what she took. What, yeah. You know, I, again, you know, Sarah said, it pisses me off yeah. that she did this. These are your stories, your yeah. stories, your experience. Yes. And I encourage you, please don't resent people who are causing your harm, mm. causing harm as she is. Yeah. Because there are too many to count. Yeah, we we, we and had you, a, you need your life force. Yeah, we had a friend that that was getting a bit overwhelmed by all the debate and talk going on, and it's it's so easy. I know, I know, it's so easy to get so caught up with all these comments on social media and things. But but don't, but we don't want. We've had to really work not to let that steal our life and our joy, and and they're not worth it. It's not. Mm-hmm. They're not worth it. She and J.K. is not worth it here. Don't. We don't want. To have our life get sucked away by people who are not going to change. Yes, that's you right. Know? So instead, go to that family reunion and don't bother about Great Aunt Joe <laughs> doddering away over there in her own transphobic blathering. I know she's saying dangerous things, but you can't stop her. So just let her go. Instead, go give Emma a big hug, high five Daniel, Aww. and have a laugh with Rupert. Enjoy Ivana and Bonnie. I love Ivana. And all the other outcasts that made these books so powerful in the first place. And in that community of outcasts. Your community. Yep. Yes. In your community of outcasts, we find we're not alone at all. Oh my gosh. That's so, that's a great visual. That's yeah. a great visual. You know, yeah. and a little side here. You know, we believe that Rowling is, I mean, I think she's really befuddled in yes. a sense by the backlash that she's getting. Again, yes. I will say though that. You know, I'm sure people that are that she's close to have reached out to her. So now, now she's kind she's of she's digging in her yeah, heels. Yeah, she's digging in her heels. So right. befuddled to a point. But this is something that Joy Layden said, and I want to read that to you. She said, "I've been following the controversy some to the extent I can stomach, and I was persuaded by a detailed essay that says that Rowling is a pretty typical of British feminists who are mostly anti-trans, or as they say, gender critical." in a way that is a lot less common in, though definitely an element of, American feminism. In short, the argument is that Rowling is just trying to be a good feminist in the terms of her culture, which is probably what she means when she said she's not anti-trans, just trying to defend traditional feminist definitions of what women are. I mean, that's, again, that's British of feminism. And we have yes. that article link. That, uh, as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So just email us. Um, again, I, I don't. I don't even want to. We are not excusing anything she said, or None. or says, right. or continues to say. Yeah, she's is, responsible for is, her. Yeah, this is your work. This is your story. She's responsible for her use of her enormous platform and the damage that she's causing. And ignorance is no excuse. Yeah, I think she's just she's flummoxed by this, you know, and she yeah. can't understand the backlash. But you know what? I don't care anymore right. about what she thinks about this. They have nothing to do with these stories to me. Yes. They're my stories. They're your stories. That's right. And I'm not, I am not going to let her steal that. Yeah. We have such great memories as a family of this and personally, and yeah. we are not going to let her steal we, this from We us. put our lives into them and they put life into us and we're not going to separate that out Yeah, because of her. So I want to tell you again or read to you from an article 
uh, that same article in Vox by Asia Romano. She said, the series embodies what people in fandom mean what they say when we say that fandom is transformative. The fans who sorted themselves into Hogwarts houses, sewed cosplay, wrote fanfic, played Quidditch, stand Wizard, Wizard Rock, swarmed stores for midnight book launches. They did all of that, not J.K. Rowling. Their passion made Harry Potter into the cultural phenomenon it is today. By repudiating Rowling's anti-trans comments, millions of Harry Potter fans are also turning the series into a symbol of the power of a collective voice to drown out an individual Wow. Yes. The power of fans' love and empathy for trans people and other vulnerable communities and their steady rejection of Rowling's prejudice is a potent, raw form of cancellation. One one undertaken not out of a spirit of scorn and ostracism, but with something closer to real grief. And it deserves to be part of the story of Harry Potter. But if we can't, this is all from the article by Asia Romano, but if we can't erase Rowling, what can we do instead? We can break up with her. We can grieve, nurse our wounds, and be sad we love someone who hurt us so badly. We can celebrate happier times while mourning a relationship we outgrew, one that became toxic. Mm. Joe can keep the money, and Pottermore, and Cormoran Strike, and definitely all of Fantastic Beasts. (laughs) She can keep the house elves who really love their enslavement, the anti-Semitic goblin stereotypes, Dolores Umbridge, Voldemort, the Dementors, and Rita Skeeter. Mm. I'll take Harry and Hermione. And Ron and Draco and Luna and Neville and Dumbledore's army. I'll take Hogwarts and pumpkin pasties and butterbeer and Weasley's wizard weezers and wheezes. <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> I can hardly say it once. And, <laughs> and every other moment of magic and love this series has given me and countless others. Trans and queer Harry Potter fans get to keep Tonks and Remus and Sirius Black and Charlie Weasley and Draco because I say so. Harry Potter is ours now and we make the rules. J.K. Rowling lost custody over her kids and now we can spoil them, let them get tattoos, express themselves however they want, love whomever they want, transition if they want, practice as much radical empathy and anarchy as they want. That's the Harry Potter we all created together without J.K. Rowling. And we know that's the version that matters in the end. Wow. My goodness gracious. Thank you, Asia Romano, for such a beautiful thing there. Wow. Oh, my God. That is so powerful. Yes. That's the Harry Potter we all created together. Yes. Without J.K. Rowling. Yes, that's right. And we all know that that's the version that matters in the end. So we want to sum up. Thanks for listening and staying with us this whole episode. So let's yeah. sum up our answer to what do we do with Harry Potter? Okay, so. First, assess where you are. Express your anger, even rage with a fuck you, J.K. Rowling, if you need to, as Sarah said, or kiss my booty, as Jules said. <laughs> Grieve your loss in whatever way feels caring to you. Forget J.K. and any others who have made themselves irrelevant because they have no idea who you are and no idea what they're talking about. And please don't read Mm -hmm. the Twitter feed. It doesn't help you. Finally, take back your own heart, your own life, your own agency. You are the boss of you. Yeah. 
and hold on, hold on to what was beautiful from the series or anywhere else in your life because it all belongs completely to you. Yes. After all, you're the one who gave it meaning. You're the one who brought it to life. And if you want to come on this 25-day wizarding beloved adventure with us to reclaim the Harry Potter you love, do it. Again, registration opens July 31st and the school year Hogwarts starts September 1st. Do it. You'll be glad you did. Be glad you did. We love you so much. We love you, you so much. You are magical. You are wizards. You are beloved outliers. You are witches. You are witches, <laughs> wizards. And you, and some of you can probably wiggle your nose. Um, sorry, 70s TV. Man. We love you. You are beloved for who you are as you are. And that's all that matters. This is your story. This is your story. And we're not going to let anybody, especially she who must not be named, Take it from us. Yeah? Yes. We love you. We're very grateful for you. As always, love and be loved. Because, beloved, you know what? Why? You deserve it. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Would it be okay If I were to tell you That I am afraid Someday So I call you up And you call me down Would it be okay You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.